Welcome to the Morning Star Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. <clears throat> good evening, good evening, good evening. Once again, I would love to come on sooner, but because I work the mid-shift. And once them get into the comments, London Link, I'm surprised about seeing so many people talking about Corey Kenshin. I didn't know he was on people's radar like that. Um, he has 14 million subs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jay Jermaine, you got bro Sanchez? No. No, he said some, he said some things that, that made no sense to me. So I kind of want to go over what he said briefly. But I fuck with Sanchez. Sanchez is my guy. So I respect all love, but this morning I was just like, what? Huh? So maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping. Uh, Lorville, what's happening? Greg, what's happening? Roscoe's in the house with K2P2. So, I mean, bruh, eh. you know what? I might as well just go ahead and lead off of what he said because I'm going to. I have an opinion. I have an opinion. It's not going to be a popular one. But if you are in, or if you're privy to certain conversations of people who have had certain experiences of light in life, then it may make sense. Right? So, yeah, let's just go into what the fuck he said. Now, mind you, I, I fucks with Sanchez. I really do. But there's no way in hell... I will ever do a 10 hour live stream. Okay. I am a man with a household and a whole ball and chain. Normally I have two of them, but the other one, I, you know, I do not have time to be on, 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 to be live streaming for 10 hours. No diss, no shade to anybody. And you wonder why the narrative on black men being less than proficient still exists. There's no, I expect women to be online for 10 hours, not a man. Once again, these are my thoughts, my opinions, my perspective, how I see things. Do I get it right all the time? No. Do I get it wrong some of the times? Yes. But once again, <laughs> speaking of the goddamn devil. There's the other ball and chain. <laughs> yes. Yes, my G. 10 hours. Matter of fact, just, just, so, just so you know I'm not capping. Just so you know I'm not capping. Hold up. Hold up. Oh, where does it say? Where is it? Nine hours, 58 minutes, 54 seconds. I can't do it. I can't. I'm not built like that. Okay, ain't that much talking in the world for me. 
All right. Once again, no shade, no diss. I fucked with Sanchez, but me with all the shit that I got going on in my life, there's no way I can be online live streaming for 10 damn hours. You've got to be kidding me. Esoteric, what's happening? <laughs> so I, I want to get into what he said because I have an issue with what he said because I think his point of view is skewed and flawed. And like I said, if you're not privy to certain conversations with a, with people that have certain life experiences, then yes, it may sound cr- crazy to you. Wait, who you call call bro a crybaby? No, I I'm call I call Corey Kenshin a crybaby a crybaby. I'll get into why he's a crybaby. But like I said, it's all love, all respect for Sanchez. I personally cannot do ten hours. Okay, I just can't. I can have a slew of guests lined up. There's no way in hell I have the emotional capacity to give 10 hours of myself online. I can't do it. Once again, cocaine and coffee. I want to get into what he said. I'm going to give a perspective that maybe may not make sense to a lot of people that are not privy to certain life experiences. But for those that have been through it, you understand. Okay. Now, I don't want anything to do for me. T- <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> 10 hours of the, of, yeah, yeah, come on, man, come on. All right, so the context of it was, like I said, this was a 10-hour stream, you know, good and goddamn well. Um, YouTube going to be on Corey Head now, as they should. But I'll, I'll get into that. Um, and ain't getting the overtime pay, right? time and a half it, it listen i don't give a fuck what job or ha- you have or what business you have time and a half is hard to beat okay if you're not a multi-millionaire time and a half is hard to beat now i'm sure erica would disagree with me fuck all that time and a half is hard to beat <laughs> now let me get to what, what sanchez said Um, the context of what he, 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 he's referencing to, he's breaking down a a young Pharaoh interview. Okay. He's breaking down a a young Pharaoh interview and he makes some equations that really don't fit together. Like I said, I'm not going to hold y'all. Let's get into exactly what was said. So I can give my, my take on it and y'all tell me if I'm bugging or not. Okay. Once again, certain life experiences that people experience have conversations that may sound weird or strange to those that have, that are not privy to those experiences or, or those conversations. Fair enough, right? Sex workers, military, penitentiary, government, right? All four of these groups will have conversations to the outside person which sound strange and weird. They would have experiences that sound strange and weird to the outside person. Is that fair enough to say? Okay. Okay. That's the angle I'm going to attack his position on. Ready? Okay, let's go. Because when he, all of these ex-prison niggas get, get uh, around each other, they go to be like, oh, yeah, you, oh, you, you got that, oh, you had that PO2? 
Oh, yeah, I had Officer Crutcherson, too. Yeah, his bitch ass, man. That nigga always doing this and that. Yeah, oh, you had Officer Crutcherson, too? Yeah, I was up there in, in, in the in the B-Wing for a minute. Oh, you was in the B-Wing? Yeah, I was in the—I had a homeboy in the B-Wing. He was from Hoover's. Oh, he 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 was from 8 Trait. And them niggas go to talking like they was in college and shit. When the college students be like, oh, you had Mr. Bradshaw for social studies? Oh, I had Mr. Williamson for math, too. Oh, you did, too? Now, not only is he almost dismissive of those that have been behind the wall, he's he's almost entirely dismissive of how they interact and how they bond, okay? I'm not caping for inmates, convicts, none of that shit. But if you've never been behind the wall, then a conversation between two ex-cons is something foreign or strange to you that would make no sense. Okay? All right? <laughs> yeah. It, it, let's, let's, let me let him finish and I'll, 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 I'll go back in. Oh, yeah, I was in the such and such class and I graduated back. back th- them niggas go to sounding like they, they just left a fucking university. And just like the mother is, yo, let me quit. Anyway, I went off on her. So that's like me speaking on. I don't know. Uh, uh, name me a group of, of, of people I've never been around. Right. How can you speak on a group of individuals who've, like I said, been privy to certain life experiences that you have not been? And because the conversation may sound strange to you, you become dismissive or you minimize it. OK. Um, I'm going to once again, go to the prison channels. Simply go to the prison channels and you listen to them. Um, who, who, who is the big one? Busting Cheeks. And then the white boy, Wes. I love Wes, right? I love Wes. I fucks with uh, Bussin' Cheeks, dude, right? The prison channels, I fucks with, because I, I was there. I understand. I even um, broke certain protocols that would get you jammed up in prison. So I understand. I get it. it in a weird sense, it's like a foreign language. It makes sense to me because I, I, am too and somewhat semi-fluid in that foreign language. I've had an experience. Um, I can relate. I've seen that. I know what will happen. You know what I'm saying? So for him to kind of just minimize it to just silliness or just rah-rah shit, it's more than that. And like I said, that's n- normally converse, conversation between convicts, convicts will not be like, oh, like how he framed it, that's not how it goes. Go to those prison channels. They don't talk to each other like how Sanchez is framing it. This is poor analysis, right? This is a very poor analysis of how you frame conversations between ex-convicts. It's nothing like that, okay? Yeah, big hurt. Thank y'all. Big hurt, okay? Big hurt. Big hurt does not speak like how Sanchez says in the white boy uh, West. Does not speak like this. 
All those essays that come out of, you know what I'm saying? They did the prison channel. They don't talk like how Sanchez is kind of just minimizing and framing it, how he thinks they sound to him. That's what it sounds like. This is what prison talk sounds like to him. Right? So how we would describe how babies talk, goo goo gaga, and the baby's like, that's not what the fuck I said. I said, give me some, <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> okay? So this is what it sounds like to him. This is very disingenuous. Once again, I fuck with Sanchez, but this is very, very disingenuous because the average ex-con, a former inmate, when they see somebody they, that, that was on the yard, it's not like that. They don't talk like this to each other. This is very, very irresponsible and very disingenuous. All right. So let me... Um, <laughs> Wait a minute, what this woman unsaid? She said, necessarily says, I like not knowing who any of these people are. Hi, honey, just stopping by. I gotta get back to the Colombian drug, drug lord. Okay. Now, he, now we're gonna, I'm gonna play the rest of this conversation that, that Sanchez emotes. And this is where it kind of goes left for me. Let's go. $100,000 on your library. Well, more than that, I'm just rounding down. I'm just being nice. You know, I'm just being humble. But what? Yeah. So, what encouraged you to spend a hundred thousand dollars on books? I like to read. Shit, I like to know. But oh shit, I like to learn. You like to read. You like to know shit. You spent a hundred thousand dollars on books, but it ain't written in none of them books nowhere that the black woman is God. That was just some shit you was feeling, and when you stopped feeling that way, you said, "Guess what?" I no longer feel that way. It is what it is. I used to teach that. All them books you got, why weren't you teaching what's in the books? What's the point of having a $100,000 book collection just to get up every day and say the black woman is God? Now, this rhetoric I don't care about. I, have no, I don't care about Pharaoh switching sides or switching up his rhetoric. Like I said, most men... They love women to death, the dirty draws and drink the bath water. As soon as they get stung by a woman, it's like kill all bitches. It happens. He is no different than any other man that got burned by a woman. He's just, he's going through his emotions. He's trying to process and he feels betrayed. That's natural. So what he's, so what he's saying, what Sanchez is saying, it's a natural thing. Once somebody does, does you or did you wrong, Yes, you're going to feel a certain way. You're not going to have glowing reviews of them. You know what I'm saying? So he's well within his right to, to change how he feels. I'm not, I don't care about this. It's the part about the comic books that, I want, that he says I want to get into. See, a lot of times we have a $100,000 book collection, but we don't have $10,000 worth information in our motherfucking head. You got a $100,000 book collection. But you got to tell us that because it don't show. Okay, I think this is the part that, I, that I'm talking about. We don't see $100,000 worth of intelligence coming out of a young man that made his doggone career 
talking about he was abducted by aliens and the black woman is God. Okay. Listen. Who am I to discount anybody's life experiences? Okay. If the man said he legit was kidnapped by aliens, let him have it. Let him have it. Okay. I, I don't understand his issue. Like I said, it's not my fight. I don't care about either one's point of view. It's just the things that the comic book shit is what I want to get on. And I'm not even being funny or hating or nothing like that. I'm just being serious. So I'm going to be out. Like, I ain't got no shame in my game. You know what I'm saying? I let everybody know I wasn't. This ain't no disrespect to the street. But I tell everybody I wasn't never really meant to be no gangster. You know what I'm saying? I got on. I don't hide that. You know what I'm saying? If you. He said he wasn't meant to be a gangster. I didn't know Pharaoh was a gangster. But I can. I'll take his word for it. Because the brother is from a rough place. But Buffalo ain't. Okay, it's coming. I promise. It's coming right up. Ain't no easy place to grow up at. And I haven't heard nobody from his city or around him uh, challenging on, on, on any of that. He clearly a warrior and a brave. So I can take his word on him uh, being a gangster. I can see that. But the thing, man, is like how everybody that somebody. It's coming. Here it comes. Among us got the same background. The same background. Prison, gangsterism, and et cetera. And they go from prison and gangsterism to Christianity, Islam, Kemeticism, and all that. Like and share the video. If you, like right now I'm playing Capcom vs. Marvel, you know what I what I was doing when I went to jail? Okay. And- now, Pharaoh said I was playing Capcom versus Marvel. That's a video game. Okay, that's all of Capcom's all of Capcom's characters. That's Mega Man, Street Fighter, Darkstalkers, Capcom. Okay, so he's playing a video game. Let now this is where it comes in. You ready? Here we go. All of these dudes be loving the comic book shit. It's like some sort of connection between Donald Trump. Fuck women. I love Captain. Uh, I love Marvel and Capcom. I'm about, I'm about to give y'all. Sanchez said. The common denominators for certain people are comic books. Trump. And and fuck women. How do you even intertwine those three what do those three subjects have in common with each other let alone a certain segment of black men how does that even work all right what are the voting numbers for black men that vote republican what is it less than 10 percent okay collectively um let's continue like i said this is where it goes left this is where the fuck it goes left all the, the ingredients to this red pill shit. Okay, so according to Sanchez, the ingredients for red pill is fuck women, Trump, and comic books. 
Okay. Once again, according to Brother Sanchez, the three ingredients for red pill ideology are Trump, fuck women, and comic books. If it makes sense to y'all, then I guess it should make sense to me. Let us let Brother Sanchez, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Fuck women. We love Trump. I love Thanos. I love Thor, Voltron, anything Marvel and Capcom. God damn it, nigga. Oh, my God. I'm just going to fucking uh, 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 have a cream my pants. So I want everybody to like and share the video and, and understand what I'm saying here. I'm telling you, it's so many dudes that I know that'll tell you not only is the black woman ain't shit, my mama ain't shit, nigga. She did this and that, and I throw their mama under the bus while it's a big-ass Trump hat on their head. So, uh, once again, according to Sanchez, these black men that say their, their mamas ain't shit are doing this in, dressed in Trump garb. Can y'all help me make it make sense? How does Trump, how, how does that correlate to Black men saying their mamas ain't shit. And what if your mama wasn't shit? I I don't understand. Okay, let, let, let's let him speak because I don't want to speak for him. Y'all help me with this one, okay? Please help your boy out. American flag in the background. And it's like, I understand black women ain't perfect. But goddamn, America ain't perfect. And it's amazing how y'all acting like America can do no wrong. And everything that the black man and black woman do turns to shit when we touch it. All I'm saying is I see that parallel. I see that, those, that shit. I see that. Where? Do y'all see parallels? Because I sure as hell don't. Maybe I'm slow. Maybe I'm still a little tired from work today. Maybe I'm not firing all cylinders. Maybe I need a V8 or some shit. But if y'all see parallels, please help me see it. Like, really help me see it. Right, ABL is the most, one of the most, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Like, ah, come on, man. Isabella, this all your damn fault. It's always, always is. Well, yes, what does Trump have to do? I don't understand. Right, you're going to blame Trump for everything at this point. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, okay, let's continue. I see that, man. I see a lot of dudes that like Trump. For some reason, they like Marvel and Capcom and that's like a, you know, and Tommy Sotomayor was like that too. The wrestling belts, you know, I ain't, you know, 
throwing no shade at none of these brothers. I'm just saying I find I, I pick up on parallels. I deal with symbols. And I'm like, damn, why is so many niggas that talk a lot of shit about women, but they love Trump and they like like superheroes? Okay. Can we agree that the progenitor of, of talking shit about women online, well, let's say black women, that started with Patrice O'Neill. Okay, do we all agree that Patrice O'Neill was probably the first brother to actually openly say something is wrong with these women. Is that a fair assessment? Right. Can we agree that Patrice O'Neill laid the, the, the foundation and, and he crawled so Tommy could walk and so red pill could walk. Is, is that fair enough? <laughs> Man, what, did, how do you blame Trump? Yes. Isabella, it's all your damn fault. We just wait for you to show up so we could blame you. <laughs> Jay Jermaine, what, what did Trump do? What I like the Trump shoulder shrug, like, right. Okay. <laughs> so Patrice wrote the book more than fair. Cool. 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 Did Patrice come off as he hated women? Did, did he strike y'all as, as a woman hater? Um, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Did, what did, did he ever mention his love for comic books? If he did love comic books, like who didn't grow up reading comic books? I knew guys that learned how to read from comic books. Okay. I knew guys were kids at the time that learned how to read through comic books, through comic books. Okay. The same comic books, um, that had social issues in it, racial issues in them, right? Gender issues in them. Um, a lot of adult themes, you know, kind of comic books kind of, kind of prepared you for the teen books, the teen storybooks, you know what I'm saying? Like hell goosebumps is probably the best example of literature. The, tw- the, the tweeners that got you ready for the older kid books and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know who didn't grow up reading comic books. What's the difference between comic books and baseball cards? Uh, there's grown men that spend millions of dollars on uh, a 1918 Ty Cobb card or some shit like that. Or a Carl Yastrzemski, you know, a Babe Ruth, Michael Jordan's rookie year card. How much is that thing worth? So what is the difference between that and, I don't know, X-Men issue number one? What, what's the difference? I, yes, and do some people live vicariously through comic books? Yes. Do some people live vicariously through movie characters? Yes. Do people live vicariously through uh, wrestlers on TV? Yes. <laughs> right? Every sports theme or every single combat athlete has some form of comic book wrestler entrance theme. Look at the boxers, right? Deontay Wilder wants to dress up like Darth Vader to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, who, who walked in with, with who, who walked in dressed like the undertaker? Somebody's ring entrance was just like the undertaker brim happened and everything. 
So I don't, I really don't understand what Sanchez is getting at the correlation, the parallel. I don't see none of that shit. Yeah. That, yeah. Can you say there's a segment of men that have stunted growth and they play video games too much and read books too much? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's fair enough. But for him to say, and I'm not even for the red pill, the red pill to me is a joke, but I'm not going to sit here and say, okay, the hodgepodge, the ingredients for red pill is Trump. I hate women and comic books. That shit makes no fucking sense to me at all. None. Let's continue. And they avatars be cartoons. It be, it's a whole new religion rising up in the black man. And it's just kind of crazy. It's weird, man. And it's, but, but black men have always used avatars of different characters. What do you, when, when have they not? Like, come on, man. All right, let's, let's continue. Converse motherfucking model. I will never forget. So, and that wasn't my gun. You know what I'm saying? I just held it down, but that wasn't my gun. A lot of times I went to jail, it wasn't me. Yo, so, here's. And, and everybody got that story to tell. Going to jail for something that wasn't mine. All right. That was it. Once again, I fuck with Sanchez, but he's dead ass wrong. Or maybe I'm failing to re- see correlations between Trump comic books and I hate women. Now maybe I'll go on a limb. I'll go on a li- go out on a limb and say most men do not hate women. They may hate what they've become. They may hate what they're allowed to do. But I would say the majority of men that you see online are mainly frustrated with the women and they're seeing how they, they make maneuvers in life. I think it's more frustration and disappointment. I'm not going to say it's outright hate. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a few brothers that generally despise women. But for the most part, for the most part, I, I, I feel that it's more frustration and disappointment more than anything. You know what I'm saying? Because if you hate something, you're not going to spend hours upon hours of your time um, trying to dissect and break it down <laughs> and understand and psychoanalyze why, why this thing exists that you hate so much. Okay. I listen, what do I hate? What do I hate? Um, okay. Let's take my triggers. I hate butterflies, right? I hate the butterfly symbol. Okay. But I'm not going to spend hours upon hours dissecting why I hate the symbology behind it. I know why you know why. I don't need to talk about it every day, all day. Okay. Makes sense. Right. Cause then I'm giving that thing more energy than it deserves. That's my point. Okay. So for this with brother Sanchez, I'm totally lost. I guess that's a, that's a conversation we would have to have one day, but he lost me with the red pill, um, ingredients between Trump. I hate women and, and comic books. And the, the, the most disingenuous part about the comic books, he didn't mention Young Ripper. He didn't mention Young Ripper. Okay. He didn't mention Young Ripper. Young Ripper is doing something even the white boys couldn't do with this comic book shit. Do you know how many white boys out here doing their own comics 
and and not generating a tenth of the traction Young Ripper is is generating, he's doing something unheard of. He's breaking he's breaking barriers, right? He's not only breaking barriers, he's breaking cultural beliefs, right? He has galvanized men of all ethnicities together behind comic books. So once again, this just goes to show how ignorant uh, Sanchez is to the impact that comic books have, have had, and will continue to have on young men, old men, and everything in between. The highest grossing movies are what? The highest grossing movies are what? Comic book movies. Right? Half the shit that Sanchez breaks down. Comic book movies. Comic book movies, themes, and tropes. Right? Because if comic books didn't have the impact they had, he wouldn't be able to spot off these characters off the top so freely. Right? He wouldn't have to think about what comic book characters do I know? Okay? So that will just show you right there the power of comic books. Right? Y'all stop me if I'm wrong. <laughs> stop, stop me where you, if I'm wrong. <laughs> Say, hey, Sly, you know what, brother? I, really, dial it back. Dial it back. Bring it back one time. All right? <laughs> Man, Brian, bruh. <laughs> bruh. Yeah, hey, listen, I fuck with Sanchez too, but he missed it. He swinging a miss. Swinging a miss. Swinging a miss. I agree that most men are frustrated with women. They don't hate women. The majority. All right. So, yeah, I, I'm just going to, I'm just going to chalk this, this one up to Sanchez being ignorant and um, unfairly lumping tropes together that don't belong to frame a narrative that may make sense to him. But listen, if you know what you know, none of this shit we just said makes any sense at all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, um, all right, DC forever. <laughs> yeah, I, for him to say comic books and not mention Young Ripper, that tells you once again he's not up on he's not up to speed on how things are going, and how how comic books. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Like, eight out of the ten. You know what? Let's do this. Let's go to box office mojo. I'd rather show y'all. And I can tell y'all box office. Oh, you know what? That's crazy. I don't even, I just typed in B.O. and it already popped up what I wanted. That's scary. Okay, let's do this, y'all. Let's do this together. Because Brother Sanchez needs to know the power of comic books. Let's go to all time. Let's go to all time. All time. Let's see. Domestic. Domestic. Top lifetime grosses, Star Wars, episode five, six, seven, seven, The Force Awakens. That's domestic $936 million. That's domestic. Domestic. Okay. Um, you know what? I don't like these. I want something a little bit more. I know what I'm looking for. Hold up. I know what I'm looking for. I want international. International? Give me international. Do I want international? I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. Do I want that? Do I want that? I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want 
yeah, let's go to all time. Domestic. Okay, all the charts. Worldwide. Okay. This is going by the ratings. I don't want the ratings. Here we go. This is what I wanted. This is what I wanted. Top lifetime grosses worldwide. Worldwide. Okay. This is going to show you the power of comic books. All right. So let's go all the way down. Let's go all the way down to 200. The 200 top grossing movies all time. All time. And let's count how many comic book movies are on this list, shall we? This is 200. 200 of the top grossing movies all time in the history of cinema. Okay? I got time tonight. Somebody going to learn a lesson tonight. Listen, I'm not the biggest comic book aficionado. You know, I think some of those guys are weird. But once again, you're not going to slander comic books and, and not give it, you know, and not do your due diligence. Okay, let's 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 get into it. Number two hundred. X Men Apocalypse. Worldwide lifetime gross, five hundred forty three million nine hundred thirty four thousand one hundred and five. This movie is what? How old is this movie? Came out I don't know six seven years ago, five years ago. Let's continue. Um, King Kong no. Cars 2, that's a Disney flick. Pixar, really. Eh, we don't count that. We don't count that. We don't count that. Comic books. We only want comic books. We only want comic books. The first Iron Man. 585,796,246,000 dollars. 247, I'm sorry. Okay? The first Iron Man. That's well over 20 years ago. That's well over 20 years ago. Okay? Let's continue with the next one. <laughs> comic book comic books okay transformers the last night 605 million 425,157 uh million dollars okay once again this is worldwide lifetime gross uh of all all time all time okay at number 173 let's continue logan Probably, arguably, the best X-Men movie. Yeah, arguably. $619 million, $179,950. Okay? It's at number 167. I got time tonight. Ant-Man and Wasp. $622 million, $674,139. Number 165. Iron Man 2. Um, yes, Iron Man 2, $623,933,331, number 161, okay, let's see what else is, can we do, no, no, Incredibles, no, Kung Fu Panda, eh, Thor, Thor, The Dark World, $644,783,140, number 153, Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, 
$779,970 at number 151. Okay. Another comic book was Big Hero 6. That was a comic book. I got to be, incl- I got to be fair. $657,869,686 The Justice League. $657,926,987,000. Okay. Man of Steel, my, oof, if not my favorite, second favorite behind Superman 2, um, 668,045,518, okay? What, what, what are we up to, y'all? What, what are we up to? What are we, what, what number is this? <laughs> what are we, I mean, you know what, damn, I, somebody counting? Okay, let me count. Let me go back. I'm sorry, hold up. Because I want to do, I want to do this, I don't want to do this right. Okay, X Men and one. We're just strictly comic books. Just strictly comic books. Okay, Iron Man two. Transformers three. If I forget anything, let me know. Ant Man's four. Iron Man two's five. Thor 2 is 6. Star Wars is 7. Big Hero 6 is 8. Man of Steel makes 9. Okay. We have 9 so far. Let's continue. Doctor Strange, the first one. That makes number 10. $677,796,076. Okay, now I could be petty and throw in Twilight because th- those are books, but I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a not be petty. I'm not gonna be petty. The Amazing Spider Man 2, Andrew Garfield, by far my favorite Spider Man ever. I, I like Toby, but Andrew Garfield for me is a just a better emoted Spidey. He has more, he's like a cancer. A lot of emotions and a lot of hand movement. I like Andrew Garfield. Like he can do no wrong in the movie for me. Okay. And The Amazing Spider-Man 2. 700 million, 708 million, 982,323 dollars. This is number 11. The first Transformers. 709 million, 709,780 dollars. We're up to number 12. Okay. Captain America. The Winter Soldier. Hands down the best uh, Captain, Captain America movie. Without question. 714 million. 421,503. That's 13 movies so far out of 200. Okay. Let's continue. Let's continue. See, I could do, I could do current Chronicles of Narnia, but we're not going to do that. X-Men Days of Future Past, my second favorite X-Men movie, $746,045,700. This is number 14, 14, Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, listen, despite its low numbers, despite what the, the fans have said, the first 15 minutes of this movie is so deep. The first 15 minutes 
of Thor, Love and Thunder are so deep and went over so many people's heads. I may come back and revisit that later on tonight. Y'all just remind me. Remind me. Say the word. This is Thor. It's 15. Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. I made $746,873,997. Okay. Let's continue. The first Amazing Spider-Man. This is number 15, 15, 16, $757,930,663. Okay. The first Batman. How old are these movies? The first Batman. Wait, wait, wait. No, that's the Batman. I'm sorry. This is Robert Pattinson's Batman. My bad. This is Robert Pattinson's Batman. The Batman. $770,000,000. Eight hundred thirty-six thousand one hundred sixty-three uh, dollars. This is the first. I mean, this is Robert Pattinson's Batman, the Batman. I am so sorry. This is number seventeen, five, ten, fifteen, seventeen. Number seventeen, the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Seven hundred seventy-three million three hundred fifty thousand one hundred forty-seven. Okay, that's eighteen, eighteen. Star Wars, Star Wars, $775,398,007. Deadpool 1 and Deadpool 2 gives us numbers 20. We're up to 20 movies, respectively, $782,836,791 and $785,896,000. Thousand six hundred nine six hundred nine. I, I believe Deadpool are, are the highest. Oh no, no, the Joker is the highest grossing rated R movie. I'm so sorry. Never mind. Spider Man two. Seven hundred eighty eight million nine hundred seventy six thousand four hundred fifty three dollars. Okay, now we're cracking the hundreds. Now we crack the hundreds. So out of 100 to 200, we have 5, 10, 15, 16, 17 movies. 17 movies out of 100 to 200 of the top gross, highest grossing films of all time. Okay. 17 out of 100 is what? Wait. That's 17%, right? (laughs) That's 17%. So out of... 100 to 200, this is the bottom, the bottom tier. 17% of your highest grossing movies from 100 to 200 are comic book movies. Brother Sanchez, are you listening? Okay. 17% of your highest grossing movies from 100 to 200 are comic book movies. Now we're in the top 100. Let's go. See, now I can throw in Harry Potter. I can throw in Jumanji because these are all at one point comic books. I could do Shrek. I'm not going to do that because that's petty. Wonder Woman, the first one, $822,854,286. I'm going to do this. So we had 17 out of the 100 to 200. Now we're going to do 0 to 100. We're going to do 0 to 100. And we're already at 1. That's Wonder Woman. Okay. The first Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man, eight hundred twenty-five million 
$25,036. Number 86. Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. $836,303,693. Number 4. Thor Ragnarok. $853,983,879. Does anybody want to debate me on the power of comic books? Does anybody want to debate me on the power of comic books? Because if not, I can still, I can keep this thing going. Let's go. Okay. Venom. The first Venom. $856,085,151. The second, Volume 2, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. eight hundred thirty sixty-three million. sorry. Uh, $756,051. Six movies so far. Number seven, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. $868,390,560. Okay. Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. $873,000,000. $637,528. Does anybody still want to debate me on the power of comic books? Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. $880,166,924. Okay. Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3. Eight hundred ninety-four million nine hundred eighty-three thousand three hundred seventy-three dollars. Now, from so far from one hundred to zero, we're already at ten movies that are comic book movies. From zero to a hundred, top grossing movies all time. We're already at, we already have ten comic book movies. But let's continue. Let's continue. I don't want to cheat. I'm not going to do Lord of the Rings. I, I see. I could throw in Lord of the Rings. I, I still, I could still do do Harry Potter. I mean, come on. I could just, oof, oof. I could just knock it out the park. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to be petty. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is movie number eleven at nine hundred fifty-five million one hundred fifty-two thousand one hundred ninety-eight dollars. I should throw in the Hobbit. I should just on GP, but I'm not going to do that. Look at the Hobbit pirates, the Hobbit again, fucking Jumanji man. Come on. The jungle book. It's the bare necessity. Okay. Number 50. We're in the, we're in the, we're in the top 50 highest grossing movies ever worldwide. The dark Knight. One point six billion dollars so let's do this i'm gonna take another tally as well we're gonna count how many billion dollar movies are comic book movies that's one for a billy let's continue star wars episode one phantom menace 1.2 billion dollars does anybody still want to debate me on the power of comic books feel free I will line you up and knock you down. The next one, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, 1.5 
billion dollars. Now, I could be petty and throw in Toy Story 3 and 4, but I'm not going to do that. I'm, 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 I'm going to give you all a fighting chance. Star Wars Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. $1.7 billion. Oh, look, The Joker. The highest grossing R-rated movie ever. $1.7 billion. Oh, look, The Dark Knight Rises. $1.8 billion. God damn it. Transformers. 1.1. Well, yeah, it is 1.1 because all those other numbers are like one and some change. All right. So forgive me with, with the numbers. So those other ones should have been like 1.0. One should have been like 1.0 something billion. So these are your official 1.1s, 1.2s, 1.3s. So I misspoke. Forgive me. The decimal here and there. That's all right. So Transformers at, officially at the 1.1 billion. I'm sorry. All right. So what is this? Number seven. All right. So this is seven movies that have cracked a billion. Zero to 100. Top grossing so far. 5, 10, 15, 18 movies. Transformers Dark of the Moon. Does anybody still want to debate me on the power of comic books? Dark of the Moon, $1.123 billion. Captain Marvel, which was utter trash, $1.128 billion. Does anybody still care to debate me on the power of comic books? Brother Sanchez, where are you? Paging Brother Sanchez. Aquaman, $1.148 billion. I'm currently at 10 comic book movies at a billion. Somebody go get Brother Sanchez. Captain America Civil War. $1.153 billion. Does anybody still want to debate me? We got 23 movies left. You still want to debate me on the power of comic book movies. Iron Man 3. Probably the worst Iron Man. I liked it though. I thought it was funny with the Mandarin being Ben Kingsley. I thought it was funny. Okay. That's me. I'm weird like that. $1.214 billion. I'm still saving room for anybody that wants to debate me on the power of comic book movies. Please step forward so I can thrash you. Number 16, Star Wars Episode 8, The Last Jedi, $1.332 billion. I'm taking all challengers and, and, and all competitors tonight. Please don't be shy. Black Panther. Wakanda Forever, $1.347 billion. Age of Ultron. Ultron was a wasted bad guy. I liked Ultron more than Thanos. $1.4 billion. I still hear crickets. I don't hear anybody challenging the power of comic book movies. I could do Frozen 2, but that's being petty. Oh, the first Avengers, $1.5 $1.518 billion. Nobody wants to step up, step up to the, and take the challenge, okay? Okay, okay, let's continue. Ooh, Spider-Man No Way Home. $1.9 billion. Brother Sanchez, where are you? Where are you? 
Avengers of Infinity War 2.048 billion dollars paging brother Sanchez paging brother Sanchez number three Star Wars episode 567 The Force Awakens 2.069 billion dollars paging Mr. Sanchez Number two, the second highest grossing movie ever, ever behind Avatar is Avengers Endgame, $2.797 billion, paging Brother Sanchez. All right. So you have 5, 10, 15, 21, no, 20. 20 comic book movies that have cracked a billion dollars. 20. 20. Out of 0 to 100 of the highest grossing movies ever, you have 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 32 out of 100 are comic book movies. That is 32%. That is 32%. Now, I'm not riding for comic book guys like that, but Brother Sanchez, I'm going to need you to get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, bro. <laughs> I'm going to need you to get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. All right? Okay? Okay? Anybody want any, any debates here? Any, any debates here? No? Okay, so are we not ever going to question the power of comic books, the power of nerds, the power of reading? The power of um, imagination and exploration within one's mind. Right? Okay. This ain't all white folk. This ain't all white folk. This is everybody coming out to, coming out to these movies. Everybody. All right? Now. Okay. Okay. Don't ever disrespect comic books again please and thank you now let's get to our second topic of the night if y'all don't mind let's let's talk a little hip-hop now i've listened to dj khaled's god did it um people are upset he, he bit the title off another woman well, i don't care about the the, the the album cover all i keep hearing is by everyone's like oh jay's verse jay's verse listen i've <laughs> i've never been the biggest jay-z fan and ever since Cameron put out, um, I'm not a bite or not, not a writer, just a biter. Like I've never seen Jay-Z in a, in a better light. Like I've always, you knew he was kind of biting a lot of people's styles. Well, I mean, we knew the story, but when, when Cam put all the clips together, I was like, man, fuck this dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, ah, Jay ain't been original since when, when, when is the last time Jay-Z had an original style? Like seriously. Right. When's the last time Jay-Z legit had a, his own, his own style. Right. Um, no, I, I, I got Spider-Man far from home, bro. I'm sure I did. Okay. Now everyone keeps hounding me about Jay's verse on, um, name this damn song. Uh, God did. Right. This nigga, (laughs) how, how come? Okay, there's two reasons why I, I think Jay needed this much, this many bars. Okay, 
it's a part of it's a flex because you know it's like I'm Jay. I can take as much time on this song I I I want. I personally think it's posturing because I think he knows like the luster is kind of wearing off on, on him. You know what I'm saying? Like Jay's not ignorant. He knows that motherfuckers ain't ain't his fan base is in their in their forties. You know what I'm saying? Like Jay's fan base is in their forties and fifties. Jay Z is fifty four years old. Jay Z is fifty four years old. His fan base at its at its youngest is forty or forty years old. You know what I'm saying? So for this man to take up this much time with the song tells me it's like the, the gunfighter, his last hurrah. These young gunslingers are, are faster, quicker. It reminds me of the fucking movie with Sharon Stone, The Quick and the Dead. The Quick and the Dead. And remember young Leo? Leo was like his, um, his, uh, what's a foster kid? He raised him. Like young Leo, he's, you know, he ran a little store, but he was a, he was a gunslinger too, right? And he was like, I'm the fastest in town. I'm the fastest. I'm the fastest. Like he was legit faster than everybody, right? So him... So young Leo, matter of fact, you know, this is the man, this is the boy he raised, right? Because he found him on the streets of some shit. Gene Hackman is, 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 the, is the bad guy. He's like, look, man, he says, stand down. I don't want to do this. Stand down. Stand down. And Le- young Leo's like, I can take him. I'm fast. I'm faster than the old man. <laughs> so they have the, they have the duel. They, they click, the clock clicks to 12. But the trick I remember in the movie was there's a, a click before it gets to 12. And that's when you drew. Right. You didn't wait till it hit 12. You waited to hear the click for it to move to 12. That's when you drew. So they stand off. He keeps telling him, stand down, kid, stand down, kid. Keeps calling him kid. Stand down, kid, stand down, kid. Kid won't do it. Kid's like, I'm just as fast. I'm faster. I'm faster. Right. They draw. Kid clips him in the neck. Kid clipped. Kid was quicker. Kid was quicker. But Gene Hackman had a better shot, center mass. So he's so a kid is dying on the ground, and Gene comes up, handkerchief on the neck and shit. And the first thing that kid says was, "Damn, that was fast." <laughs> first thing kid said was, "Damn, that was fast." <laughs> the old man still got it, but he took one in the neck. And and kid and his, his girlfriend's, you know, holding him because he's dying. He's like, I don't want to die. He's crying and shit. And he reaches out, he reaches out to Gene Hackman for his hand and shit. Gene Hackman doesn't doesn't grab his hand. He's just grabbing his neck and shit. That's what Jay-Z pulled here. Because he knows his time is up. He knows his fan base is getting old. That mystical shit that he it work it doesn't work anymore. It only works on these old niggas. It only works on these old niggas. Right? The blind kid with the bullet. And um, so let's go over this verse, man. And just once again, this, this proves my point that hip-hop is in a perpetual state of arrested development. Um, it's in a perpetual state of Peter Panism. Like, hip-hop is Peter Pan to me. And, you know, L- Jay-Z is now an elder. We can consider Jay-Z an elder. And he's one of the goats. Not the goat, but one of the goats. And he's still talking that dumb shit like he was in his 20s, right? So let's get 
into his his uh his verse because people keep up because this is the best verse ever like nigga what uh, okay i don't even debate i don't even debate anybody anymore because rain hit me up he's like yo my j verse go hard i didn't even respond I was like you know what nope i'm not gonna do it <laughs> i'm not gonna do it <laughs> not gonna do it so let's get into it uh the pre-chorus they counted us out they didn't think that we'd make it oh they didn't believe in us it breaks my heart oh but I know God did. Where we at, Goo? God did. Oh, yes, he did. Where we at, Goo? Oh, God did. Oh, oh. Okay, let's get to the verse. All right, now we're going we're gonna to pick this thing apart. And shout out to those that have been pushing back on Jay's verse. Choke no joke, even though he's still a clown to me. Choke no joke. Push back on Jay's verse. He said it was mediocre, basically mediocre, a hypocrite. Um, Black Dot also pushed back on it. So shout out to these guys having some balls, some cojones, and not bowing down to Jay-Z. All right, so let's get into it. He says, please, Lord, forgive me for what the stove did. Nigga, this is Pusha T shit. I don't want to hear you talk stove talk. I want to hear Pusha T do it. Okay, listen. If I want to hear Coke rap, I want to hear Coke rap from the best Coke rapper to have ever done it. Push a T. Okay. I want to hear, please Lord, forgive me for what the stove did. Ugh. I want to hear Pusha say that shit. I don't want to hear Jay. Jay, you are 54 years old, niggas. Stop. I want to hear Pusha T with the Coke rap and the stove top bars. <laughs> let's get, <laughs> let's get into it. He said, nobody touched the Billy until Hove did. How many billionaires came from the Hove crib? I count three. Me, Ye, and Re. Okay, so now he's taking credit for somebody else's work. So you take credit for Kanye, even though you didn't fuck with Kanye, until, you, he, until he could serve your agenda, right? Um, okay, and then with Rihanna, like, she didn't get it off music. Right, she went into fashion. This woman ain't put out an album in how long? When's the last time Rihanna put out an album? Like people are still like, "Bitch, where's the album? We don't want it. We don't want perfume and and your and your and your cosmetics, bitch. We want the music." Okay. And 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 remember, in in the agreement, she does not own Fenty. She's just the face of Fenty. So even that's questionable about her billionaire status. But let's continue. Bronze a rocker boy, so forth. Technically, woo. Okay, so Bron. Uh, okay, this is so disingenuous. Like, LeBron's going to be LeBron money wise with with or without you. More than likely, more than without you. So now it's just affiliations. Uh, okay, I guess. Then he says, "I left the dope game with my record clean, huh? I turned the cocaina into champagne, huh?" I cleaned up La Madrina with the same soap, huh? Me and Laro talk about how we slang dope, huh? Okay, what is this? Come on, man. For real, this is y'all God. <laughs> this is y'all God. All right. Now the weed in stores. Can you believe this, Ty? I put my hustle onto Forbes. Can you believe this guy? Then we said fuck it and took the dope public. Out the mud. They got to face you now. You can't make this shit. Or you can't make up this shit. 
Judge it how you judge it. Say we going uh, corporate. Now we just corner boys with the corner office. I'm at the cap table where the split's at. Not the cap table, boy, we live this. Breezy what the business is. We push Fenty like fentanyl. That shit is all legitimate. He was down 10 for this. Uh, Once again, if I want Coke bars, I want to hear from the best Coke rapper to have ever done it. Push a T. This is the shit that y'all hyping up. This is the shit y'all was texting me. Yo, man, that J-verse go hard. Rain. Shame on you, bro. Matter of fact, I should type him. I should text him his ass right now. Like, this is the bullshit you, y'all was hyping. 80 bars of this shit. 80 bars of this shit. Okay, let's continue. We just got his 10 back, then went back like where the interest is. M, light up the O3. We let y'all do the Zaza's OG for the OGs. Some new niggas out of pocket talking exotic. You have barely been to the Baha. Aha. Ha. That's another topic. Okay. Wow. That was really, really catchy. Uh, monogram in my pocket off the red carpet. You see the face I made that night? Shit is that shocking. Odds wasn't great. We'd even be alive. Gotta be crazy to y'all niggas. We surprised. Shit is too much how we grew up. Grew up. Shit don't even feel real to us. Damn. OG said to those you call kingpin, if those are your drug lords, then who are we then? See, this is Pusha T shit. Listen, this is Pusha T stuff. This is Pusha T. Ah, come on, man. Pusha T would Pusha T would have waxed this shit. Okay, I'm just listening for the ugh. You might, you might as well fake a ugh. What are we doing? Come on, man. Let's continue with this bullshit. My only goal is to make a real nigga feel seen. Sometimes it make a fake nigga hate life. Never my intention, the consequences of my way of life. The way we used to play with life. I'm now careful with the sentences. They only jail bars I like. I never wanted to be state custodian. The laws of draconian. For those who marry to the life, come on, it's holy matrimony. And come on, somehow I'll outfox Every box they'll throw me in with great ceremony and fucking them and folking them told me how highly Caddy spoke of him and bloke in them from London, Harold Road, Weston in. I'd be speaking to the souls of men. Okay, now that was kind of cool. That last like two bars was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's continue. Those of them willing to die for the existence that this cold world has chosen for them. Kicking snow off a of frozen Tim. Back and forth on this turnpike really took a toll on them. A lot of fallen soldiers on these roads of sin. For those who make the laws, I'm always have smoked for them. I got lawyers like shooters working pro bono for him as a favor because I throw them misses in memory of Tilo. I pray none of your people die over jail phones again. All this pain from the outside inspired all this growth within. So new planes getting broken in. Highest elevation of the self. They done fucked around and gave the right niggas wealth. These ain't songs. These is hymns because I'm him. It's the Psalm 151. This New Testament. The Book of Hove. The Book of Hove. I, I can't front. When he was spitting that shit, I was like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I go front. Uh, 
Jesus turned water to wine for hove. It just took a stove. Come on. Here we go again with the bullshit. You never know how this shit could go. Me and Biggs probably got too big if they ain't booked that load. What's up, Hoffa? Nah, I, I believe this is probably when he, supposedly he lost 90 bricks. Well, you know what the fuck ever. Okay. Hindsight is 2020. Though he's getting plenty of money. Looking back now, this shit is funny. I just got a million off a of sink without risking a million years trying to get it out the sink. Hove did. Come on, push a T shit right here. Come on, I don't want to hear this shit, man. They say they don't know me internationally. Niggas on the road did. I see a lot of hove and gigs. Me and me could never beef. I freed that nigga from a whole bid. Mm, that's like some dry snitching to me. Let's run that shit back again. What? Yeah, what? That's like some dry snitching. Dry snitching. D-R-Y snitching. Telling. Tattle telling. Telling. <laughs> this nigga said, me and me could never beef. I freed that nigga from a whole bid. Hove did. Boy, boy, boy. This y'all man's though. This y'all man's though. All right. He says, next time we have a discussion, who to go? You donkeys know this. Forgive me. That's my passion talking. Sometimes I feel like Farrakhan talking to Mike Wallace. I think y'all should keep quiet. Breaks my heart. God, did nigga get the fuck out of here with this shit. This is a mid-ass verse, man. Y'all better stop playing with me. This was a mid-ass, it, this sounded like a, a push a teeth throwaway verse. Don't play with me, man. Now y'all see why Meek ranting on white people. But Sly don't know what the fuck he be talking about, though. Right? Now y'all see why Meek ran to the white people. He ran to the Jew. Now y'all see why Meek ran to Ari Goldberg. He ran to the Jew. I told y'all. Boy, boy, boy. If I could count the times I've been right. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time I was fucking right. Told that nigga all his business. Told that nigga all his business. But that's y'all mans though. That's y'all mans. Y'all claim that dude. All right. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. That's y'all man's. <laughs> That's y'all man's. So, uh, let me get to my next topic. I think, uh, oh, no, you know what? I want, I want to go, before I get to the, 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 the last, the final topic, because I got four, so I'm done with two, right? 54. Hey, man, come on. Yeah. Weak ass bars. Weak ass bars. Jay got to stay hit with God. Listen, nobody in their 20s is listening to Jay-Z. Come on, CP3. Don't do this, bro. Nobody in their 20s is listening to Jay-Z. Only motherfuckers that's hyping this, this verse up. Niggas my age. Find me online. Somebody is like, oh, my God, that Jay-Z. And he's, he's under the age of 25. Where? 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 
I hope Pusha T didn't write this bullshit. Okay. Yeah, he sound come on, he sounds like the old man trying to be cool. Yeah, like come on, be the old man and go right off into the sunset. You know, just be the old man and, and right off with into the sunset. Let these young kids have it. Let these young kids have it. All right. Okay, let me do this. Let me get to the super chats. I'm so sorry, y'all. Uh Bray J. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse was trash. Yeah, it was, but I still went to go see that bullshit. <laughs> uh, Ray J against Stove Talk. <laughs> Come on, man. This is, I keep, listen, I keep saying it. Hip-hop is Peter Panism. Peter Panism. Peter Panism. Yeah, niggas in their 20s listen to Dirk Young. Man, listen. Say it again, bro. You think Young Fulio and Ace Youngham are listening to fucking Jay-Z? The fuck? Oh, word. For real? Oh, I'm disappointed in Joe. I'm disappointed in Joe. I guess, man. So let me do this. Um, Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry, one of the pillars of rock and roll, if not founding father between him and Ike Turner, it's a toss up, right? There's like four or five guys that you can honestly say, put them on pillars of the, the house the rock stands on, rock and roll, right? Um, Chuck Berry sex tapes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chuck Berry sex tapes. Now, 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 be, to be fair, we were, everybody's dragging that young black woman for this, the light scat play. Because that's what it was, though, at the end of the day. All right? So, to be fair, if we're going to drag one, we got to drag the other. Chuck Berry sex tapes <sighs> scat scat play <sighs> golden showers <sighs> turtle heads <laughs> i didn't realize in in the late 80s oh my gosh you know what i'm just going to pull the story up let me just so we can go over it together yes chuck berry mr duckwalk Mr. You know, what, 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 Mr. Man Act. Yeah. Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. Uh, let me pull up the article. This is from a long, long time ago. Did I even send it to myself? I could have watched it to myself. Let me resend it to myself. Let me send it to myself again so we can go over this shit together as a team. Where is it at? Oh, here we go. I found it. 
I'm going to resend it to myself. <sighs> so we can go over this together. That's not it. Come on. Draft. There you are. Okay. Y'all ready for this nonsense? Now, mind you, this is all old. This is old. This is old. But once again, we have to stop this narrative like black folks don't engage in kinky, weird stuff. Okay. Now, somehow I came across a three minute snippet of this man's sex tape. Don't ask me how I got it. (laughs) Don't ask me how I got it. Okay. Let's, uh, Yeah, that's, 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 listen, man, listen, man, listen, man, I'm an, I, <laughs> listen, I suffer so y'all can know these things. Okay. I'm, I'm like, I'm like the psychic that has to let the, the spirits inside it. I have to channel the spirits so y'all can hear what the spirits are saying. Right. I have to sacrifice myself to let the spirits you know, possess me so they can tell y'all what time it is. Okay. Y'all ready? (laughs) Yikes. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Are y'all ready? (sighs) Yes. The R Kelly before R Kelly. Yes. 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 I had to, Nick. I had to suffer so so I can bring out this information. I had to. I had to. Chuck Berry was more than a rock icon. He was also a huge pervert. Now, this is from uh, March 21st, 2017. Okay. Now, let's give, every, let's give everybody background context, okay? Um, he died. He had died at the time of, at the age of 90 natural causes is widely credited with helping create rock and roll in the fifties. All right. He wrote Johnny B. Good roll over Beethoven, all um, my dingaling and, and Maybelline and okay. Slew of hits, slews of hits. Okay. Okay. Uh, following two trips to the slammer first at the height of his fame in the early 1960s for transporting transporting a 14 year old girl across state lines for sex. Y'all really don't really want to have this talk about how men are just almost naturally inclined to deal with young women. I, you know what I'm watching uh, the house of dragon. I'm watching the house of dragon. Come on, don't, don't act like y'all ain't watching the House of Dragon with me on HBO Max. And, uh, hey, hey, what's the name of the, what's the, name of the, the king sitting on the throne right now? What's the name? House of, House of Dragon, the weak one, Damon's brother. 
Then Aeneas, right? Veneris? You don't know? But these are your people, though. Motherfucker. Anyway, the king that's sitting, the current, that, that currently occupies the Iron Throne, right? His wife died. His son died in childbirth. So one of the, one of the, uh, one of his people on, uh, that sit on the, okay, the king's table. Um, listen, I, it all ties in together. Just, just bear with me. But yeah, Viserys, Viserys. Okay. Viserys, wife died, baby died because he's dying to have a, a, a male heir. He had, he had a name. What's her name? Rhaenerys, the little, the little girl, the, the daughter. Okay. Rhaenerys is currently the heir to the throne. Okay. Didn't want to do it. But he has no, no, no other option. Right now, Rhaenerys is heir to the throne. It should have been Damon, the, half, the, 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 the brother, but he, he took too much of a wild card. I'm going somewhere with this. Just be, just be, be, be patient. So who, who's the second in command? The, the, the council. The one that sent his daughter. Yeah. Oh. Hightower. Uh, yes, right. Otto Hightower. And then the brother, Cornus, right? Cornus the Valerian. Corey, okay, we have Otto the High Tower, which is the hand, the right hand that sits at the, of the, the king. What? It's High Tower. Okay, okay, yeah, it is Otto High Tower. And then we have Cor- Corliss, the the brother. People are, are pissed off about <laughs> being in the goddamn medieval uh, third Earth world. Like, I, what? They don't. You can't tell them people that shit. You know, they got mad when, when they tried to put a black person in, in Lord of the Rings. Somehow, in, in some weird way, white people think that there were no melanated people in third, in medieval, in third earth, third, middle earth, middle earth, right? For some odd reason, middle earth was just only Europeans and, and, and Caucasians, no black people. So God forbid they put a black person and something with third earth and they, they just lose their shits. I don't know what <laughs> the hobbits books and shit. And then there was like two people, two black extras in one of the hobbit movies and white folk lost their shits, lost their shits. I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. Y'all just let me, let me rock out. So court, what Corliss Corliss, the black Valerian, right? Married to the queen that never was. Okay. And then you have Otto Hightower. The, the king's right-hand man. The king has to pick somebody to marry. Has to have a son. Got to because the, the laws, nobody is above the laws and the, tri- the tribute, the, the traditions, all right? That's what the, the queen was trying to explain to, to what's her name again? Rhaenyra's? Because she, you know, she's like, I'm, I deserve to be the throne. Like, she's like, little bitch, look, nobody's above this shit. She said, yo, daddy going to marry somebody, going to have a son. You're not going to get the throne. Anywho. Otto Hightower offers his daughter to the king. He even tells his daughter, he said, last week, I said, hey, 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 put on that dress, your mother, your mother's dress, and go comfort the king. And take him a book, because he likes history. Are you listening? His daughter, daughter in, in the series is what, 15? Now, mind you, she's played by a 19-year-old woman. And old girl that plays her is, is 15, I believe. No, no, no. He's 22, and the girl is 19 that plays Rhaenyra's. But anywho. So Otto Hightower, after 
you know, he lost his wife and son. You know, the the, the further strength in his position, he's like, yo, I need you to go in there. Now, he doesn't even like, he, he he's like, look, put on the dress, your mother's dress. Go comfort the king. Take him a book because he, he's a history buff. Second episode last night, Corliss was like, look, man, I'm Valerian, bro. We're older than you Targaryens. We're the originals. You need to marry our daughter, strengthen the bloodlines. I need help with the stepstones because the crab feeder is fucking my shit up. Offers his daughter. Ask me how old is his daughter. For those that are into this shit, who's watching the House of Dragon, ask me how old is Corliss's daughter that he's offering to the king. Don't worry, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay, answers coming in. Answers coming in. All y'all wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. No, she wasn't 12. She's nine. Oh, no. She's nine. You guys are wrong. In? No, motherfucker. In the, in, and she's, she don't wait till she, she don't bet until she's 14, five years. He's, she's nine. She's nine. Says she's nine. Run it back then. Run it back. You want to put some money on that? I, I can. She says she's nine. She's not twelve. Remember, because she said, "Well, my mother said I don't have to bed you till I'm 14. I'm like, that's five years from now. Whatever. Whatever. I heard." She revealed her age is nine. This motherfucker talking about she's 12. Whatever the case may be. Okay. Ask me how old Otto Hightower's daughter is. She's 15. 15. 15. Okay. Otto offers up his 15-year-old daughter to this old-ass king that he sits at his right hand. All right. And then Corliss offers his nine. You know what? I'm not going to play with you. Let me look this shit up. Make sure I, I, I get this shit right. I'm not going to play with you tonight. Corliss. Corliss. Valerian. Daughter. Age. Now how much are you willing to bet? Because I'm looking for this shit. Okay, wait a minute. House. I mean, What's his last name though? House of Dragon. Dragon. We'll just do Corliss. Corliss daughter. H. Lena. Lena Valerian. She's 12. Let me see. Let me see if my goddamn self. Let's see. I know. See. Okay. Okay. It's later. She's, she's 12. Yeah. What the fuck ever. Okay. She's 12. I'm sorry. She's 12. Whoop the fuck. So then, so then after he, he agrees to hear court, they take Corliss up and you know, like the, uh, okay, let me, 
what she talking about. She's walking with, he's walking with her. She's a little tiny little thing. All right. Little tiny. She's a little, she's a little kid. And she's like, yes, I look forward to, you know, our union and strengthening our houses between us. And then he's like, okay, did, you, did your daddy tell you to say all that? What'd your mama say? What'd your mother tell you to say? She said, I don't have to bed you till I'm 14. Listen, I'm sorry, but nobody wants to have this talk about older women. I mean, older men and young and young, young women. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's 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 just. It's humans. It's not culture. It's not society. It's not proximity. Every facet of life in any society you always see the old man and the young girl i know it sounds fucked up it is fucked up that's just humans you're never ever going to get away from it where am i saying i'm going in this okay so chuck berry getting back to chuck berry Fucking around with a 14 year old. Okay. Fucking around with a 14 year old. All right. Uh, shout out to my man. Hold up. Let me pull it. Let me, let me get off my, oh no, we're still on this. We're still on this. Okay. Shout out to my man, truth teller. Homie, homie, uh, puts, uh, oh shit. Come on. Pop up. Where you at? Hey, God damn it. I don't even want to pop up for you. Okay. Here we go. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. Boop. All right. Is this mic on identify as an old rich Jewish man who owns 2,000 acres of land in every state plus Puerto Rico? Wait. And if you tell me different, you're a biggest shot to the Grand Inquisitors. Listen, truth is not Eidos. Okay. Truth is not FBA, y'all. I'm sorry. That's true secret. He's, he's not FBA. <laughs> but um listen I-, I know it sounds crazy it sounds cr- I know it sounds perverse it sounds really whack and jacked up but through throughout any period of human history you mainly had older older men with Younger, younger girls. It's just, it's always been like that. Find me a time in history where it wasn't. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just telling you what it is. Always. 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 Which is why it wasn't surprising to me when you had a bunch of old black men and some, 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 you know, um, some goofy younger guys. Some inexperienced guys talking about age of consent laws. You had a bunch of grown men actually online putting their faces and their voices out to argue age of consent laws. Okay. And then you want to argue me these niggas are going overseas for old women. If you don't get the fuck out of here with that dumb shit. Getting back to uh, 
to Chuck Berry. Okay. Yeah. Elvis and Priscilla. It's, it's, it's all through the Bible. Jerry Lee Lewis. I mean, where the, the, the list goes on. I mean, just it's like I said, find me a point in human history where you didn't see a swath or a plethora of older men with younger girls. That has never changed. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying. I mean, at what point do we stop being surprised? Right. At what point does the shock and awe factor kind of just kind of wear off? Right. You have guys online trying to teach you how to find a virgin. You understand with how do you find a virgin in a sea of sexually liberated women? You would have to, you would have to start scouting down. Okay. Once again, I asked the question. It's a legitimate question. How do you teach a man to find a virgin in a sea of sexually liberated women? You have to start scouting down the ages. That's the only way. Okay. Paul Walker. Hell yeah. (laughs) Paul Walker. I like Paul. Right. They looking for what? I'm just trying to get y'all up on, on some real game. <laughs> Jay Jermaine, you, this is old, bro. Like I've had my issues with that nigga. This is old shit, bro. This is old. And it hit come truth. But if any man think that he behaveth himself uncomely toward his virgin, if she passed a flower of her age and need and so require, let him do what he will. He, he sinneth not let them marry. Okay. So back to Chuck Berry. 1960s for transporting a 14 year old girl across state lines for sex. And again in 79 for tax evasion. But this last one here, he was busted over a 1990 drug raid in his, on his estate in Wentzville, Missouri. Okay. Now, although authorities suspected him of transporting huge loads of cocaine in his guitar case as part of a multi-million dollar drug operation, the search only turned up about two ounces of pot, some hashes, two rifles, and a shotgun, and as well as two, uh, more than $122,000 in cash. But... But cops also found a huge stash of pornography, including dozens of videotapes, trays of photographic slides and books, some of which appeared to show underage girls. <sighs> Barry was charged with pot possession and three counts of child abuse for the underage porn. He sued the county prosecutor, accusing him of filing malicious and politically motivated charges and later cut a no jail plea, a plea deal in which the child abuse charges were dismissed and he dropped his civil case. Okay. The seizure of Barry's porn collection, however, led to a scandalous 1993 report in the since now defunct spy magazine that went way beyond the earlier scandals, revealing a penchant for sexual fetishes involving bodily excretions and their predilection for spying on women in bathrooms. The magazine described a homemade video in which Barry and an attractive blonde white woman both relieved themselves 
during a New Year's Eve romp in the bathroom of a hotel suite in Lake Tahoe, Nevada. Now, the video I watched was a blonde prostitute. And he pisses on her. He pisses and he farts on her. Right? And then he gives her a towel. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to clean you up. I'm sorry. It's the weirdest thing ever. And then the second part of the tape, they go to the bedroom. <laughs> and she... And she makes him lick his ass, right? And then he farts in her face. He's like, oh, you can smell me now, can't you? Weirdest shit ever. This nigga is, was out there. This nigga was out there. Oh, ah! I... Chuck motherfucking Barry, son. Chuck motherfucking Barry. Chuck motherfucking Barry, son. <laughs> Chuck motherfucking Barry, son. Okay. Now let's keep on going. Let's keep on going. Let me ask y'all this. Do you know what a turtle head is? Okay. Uh, my, my sexually advanced class. Y'all know what a turtle head is. I'll, I'll just wait for the answer. <laughs> Does anybody know what a turtle head is? <laughs> nah, Lorville, stay your ass. I got childproof locks. Ain't no going away. You ain't no, ain't no getting out. See, truth, truth, truth is, is going to be doing his master class. <laughs> So he knows what a, a turtle head is. Mojo knows what a turtle head. Is. Yeah, see, see, see. Shout out to all my guys. That's you know that we be you know we out there living that life. <laughs> shout out to shout out to the guys that's out there doing some wild shit. <laughs> all right. Okay, this, I'm come back to the turtle head part. All right, let's let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. Uh, it gets even worse. The report also detailed how Barry allegedly installed hidden cameras in the women's restroom at the Southern Air Restaurant in Wentzville after he bought it in 1987. One camera was evidently behind the toilet seat, while others captured aerial views of the toilets contents during the seconds after the women stood before they flushed the recordings were then painstakingly edited and compiled in a pair of toilet tapes that showed hundreds of women and girls in the act of relieving themselves. Sometimes the frame is frozen for a few seconds, lingering on moments that must have been considered particularly moving. In 94, Barry settled for $830,000, a class action suit filed by dozens of women who claimed they had been taped using the bathroom and also settled a similar suit filed by a former restaurant worker and another woman for $310,000. Okay. Barry was also publicly shamed when the high society, uh, nudie magazine in January, 1990 published photos of him posing naked with different women with the publication claiming to be the only magazine with the balls to show Chuck's berries. And that picture is pretty much everywhere online. 
Um, let's see, let's see. Okay. Um, okay. All the backstory. So, okay. So the Federal Man Act, also known as the White Slave Traffic Act, which prohibits transporting women across state lines for prostitution or debauchery or for any other immoral purpose. The victim in question was a 14-year-old waitress and prostitute whom Barry picked up while traveling in Mexico and brought back to St. Louis to work as a hostess at his club bandstand nightclub. Barry, who later claimed the girl told him she was 21, fired her after several weeks, after which she was busted for prostitution and told the cops that Barry repeatedly had sex with her while they were on the road, including in the back of his Cadillac. Barry was then convicted by an all-white jury and sentenced to the maximum five years in a slammer by Judge George Moore, who told him, I have seen your kind before and denied him bail pending appeal. Okay. He says, I would not turn this man loose to go out and prey on a lot of ignorant Indian girls and colored girls and white girls. If any, he added the conviction was overturned based on racist remarks made by the judge. But a second jury also convicted Barry and he wound up serving 20 months behind bars during which time he wrote several songs. Okay. All right. This is pretty much it. Okay, that's pretty much it. Um okay. All right. That that's uh <laughs> that's Chuck Berry. <laughs> it is what it is. What are you gonna do? 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 Right? What are you going to do? Yes, Isabella. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, um, the sad truth is, the sad truth is, the, re- the majority, and yes, I think I feel comfortable in saying the majority, the majority of men, as a collective, um, have a natural urge, desire, want, need, whatever you want to call it, biological um, pro- uh, uh, predilection to younger women. I think I can say that and, 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 and be confident in that. I, once again, I believe the majority of men on this planet have a natural inclination towards younger women. That, that to me speaks biological. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not trying to put my perspective on it and how I think things should, should be seen or run. Biology. Nothing trumps biology. If a, 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 a race of women get turned on by what we would deem 
degenerates, that's biology. If their biology tells them these are the these are the men that biologically you want you should mate with, you cannot you can't supersede that. There's no cheat code. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my gosh! Like, how can I? I don't. How, how do I say this? Even if you put rules in place, y'all have been with these women that have been held on the lock and key from a guy twenty years, fifteen years, and when she finally gets a taste of freedom, she is she's gone. You know, she's gonna go where where you know what makes her moist. Like I, I've been saying this for years. I, listen, I don't, I don't want to take shots at nobody, but these niggas are all the narrative talk, all the, the talking points. You're not going to change the woman's biology. If, if her and her ilk say these degenerate ass, bummy ass niggas that, that pants off their ass that don't have a job and play places. That's what we want to mate with. That's what we like. That's what they're going to do. Now, if you're dumb enough to entertain these women after they've been ran through because they chose to pursue their biological interests and you come and they come to you and you deal with them, then that's on you. But at the end of the day, you're not going to change the base biological nature of these women the same way you're not going to change the base biological nature of these men. Y'all want to, y'all like easy targets. Y'all keep talking about what the, the white men, the white men. Yeah, okay, we all know white men go over there and, and get them young girls. Y'all going to tell me these niggas are any different? That's what kills me. Y'all sit here and talk all the white sex tourism all day till y'all blue in the face. Oh, they do all this. But them niggas that go over there, none of them, right? And then I keep hearing people, well, where's the stats slide? Where's the stats? Nigga, nigga, listen. When it happens, don't worry. When, when, when some American nigga gets caught up in some shit, we'll be there to, to report it. But motherfuckers know when you overseas, you kind of got to, you got to move different. But let's not act like there's not been an, a black American that, that been popped for some dumb shit over there regarding some sex. We just ain't found the fucking story yet. But it's out there. This is nonsense, man. So once again, um, on both sides of this you're not going to change the biology. So you're not going to shame the men for not wanting younger women. I, I, I keep hearing the, the, the pedal talk and the weird talk. At the end of the day, you're not going to change what biologically they're into, what they're wired to, 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 uh, to go after. That's crazy. That's crazy. I, like I said, I'm not putting today's, 2022 laws and, and standards onto it. It's going off basic human biology. The average older male naturally is inclined to a younger female. There it is there. I said it. Now what you do with the information that's on you. And yes, now you see an uptick in older women going for younger men. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So how do you curb that? How do you shame that? How do you fix that? How do you punish an old woman, uh, a 40, 50 year old woman for going after a 20 year old guy? You just can't. All right. So, um, I was going to go over the, the Corey Kenshin. I'll do that tomorrow. It's late. I've been on this motherfucker for oof, an hour and 51 minutes. 
So I'll come back tomorrow night and we'll go over to Crybaby, Crybaby Corey Kenshin. Um, so yeah, uh, let me get up out of here. Tonight was good. Great. Thank you everybody that hung out and donated and everything. So I'm gonna get out of here tomorrow night. We'll go over the Corey Kenshin, um, crybaby rant. And, uh, with that being said, y'all get up out of here. Welcome to the morning star show with super sly 75. You're listening to on the wake up radio.com. Sign up for otwtube.com uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on thewakeupradio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75.